Justin. And I'm Clarissa. Together we're raising three boys. Jet, who's three. Jace, our two-year-old. And our new addition, Baby Jones. This podcast is all about sharing our stories of a fun, messy, and chaotic day-to-day life. Days can be rough and finding breaks is hard. But there's no question the time of the day when we can get every kid to sit down. Snack time. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. Another week. Another week. This has been a fun one for sure already to begin. We've mm-hmm. had some snow. We've had kids here all week. Our sitter's been sick. I, I feel like a lot of people probably have been dealing with that just in the wintertime in general. Just sickness going around and we've had the kids home at home. Yeah, we. I've had the kids at <laughs> home. You have went to work. <laughs> yeah. So it's been it's been fun though. I've got to have little moments with the boys that I wouldn't typically have mm-hmm. on a normal week that have been fun. Some are good, some are not, but that's just life. Yeah, Jace fell asleep with you one day. That was that was cute. That never happens. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> but uh, that was that was pretty much it. This week's flying by. Hopefully, knock on wood. Not fast enough. One mm-hmm. more day in this week. But mm-hmm. anyway, we tonight, for the first time. We have a surprise. We have a surprise. You probably heard some laughing in the background already. Maybe so. <laughs> and if you did, then you would, in your guessing, we do have people on this evening. We do. Well, we decided that. You might get tired of hearing uh, Justin and I's voice every single week. You will get tired of hearing Clarissa's voice. Hey! (laughs) You might get tired (laughs) of hearing my voice. No, just kidding. Um, But Uh, yeah, we wanted to start something. um, You know, we try to come on here every two weeks. But once a month, we thought we'd invite um, just a couple that we know um, on to kind of talk parenting with us. Yeah. And so tonight we have our first guest are actually our pastor and his wife and not just our pastor but you know through the years of going and and attending the church for a while um, i'd say say friends and and their kids are our friends now too so it's it's kind of cool to uh see you know part of uh, not necessarily see them parenting, but see the results of their parenting in, mm-hmm. in their kids. So tonight we have Troy and Krista McNichols. Welcome. Hey, Thank good you. to be here with you guys. This is awesome. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll see. We're, this, it's all an experiment. We're, we're we'll a little see. bit green at this thing, so That's all right. you have to bear with us. Better than blue. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want anyone to be blue on the podcast. So... To start things off, we're going to do a surprise for you. We didn't surprise. tell you. Uh oh, Krista. Oh boy. <laughs> These are going to just be some rapid fire questions just oh, to get yeah. us warmed up, <laughs> just to see how things are going, and then get us used to speaking into the mic. I mean, you all, you guys all do that. Yeah, Krista come sings, on. Troy's up on stage. You guys talking to mics all the time. No, this is a little bit. Yeah, but people might actually listen to me through this (laughs) venue. Yeah, maybe. Maybe (laughs) so. Maybe so. All right. Clarissa, you going to read them off? Yes. We're ready. Okay. All right. So rapid fire. Number one. Favorite color? Blue. Green. 
Favorite ice cream? Butter pecan. Black raspberry chip. Oh, good one. Favorite Disney movie? Toy Story. Cars. Uh, that's, that's Pixar, but... I mean... It's Disney's yeah. Pixar. Yeah. yeah. Cars. Cars. Biggest pet peeve? Um, Smacking. Like, Smacking while you're eating. Oh. Uh, <laughs> negative people. Mm. Mm. Nice. We got deep there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fast. Dream job. Pastoring. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Oh, dream uh, job. Babysitting no. my grandbabies. <laughs> oh. oh, there we go. Someday. We'll get into that for sure. No, I've always, when I was little, I always liked the idea of being a farmer. Yeah. <laughs> like a cattle rancher. And he wants to own a hamburger stand on a beach. Oh, yeah. That's my kind of my gig for when I'm kind of retired and looking for something to do. I was going to say, that's a good retirement job right, right there. Dude, uh, just a little hamburger shack on a beach somewhere that's open three or four days. Yeah. There you go. So <laughs> are you good at making hamburgers? Though? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find what you're good at. Well, I'm going to be like the owner slash host and then i'm gonna have other people do all the work and he's good at that and you're gonna sit there and talk i like yes that. <laughs> i like that <laughs> okay well um why don't y'all just give us a little bit of uh, background like obviously um you guys have a you're more experienced parents than us i'll say it that way <laughs> <laughs> what's that supposed to mean uh, <laughs> I'm, no it's true but um just kind of give us a little background of um where you came from to where you are now. The fast, the, the short, the short version, short version of, mm. yeah. The cliff notes. Well, we've been married 27 years and we met at Mount Vernon Nazarene University. I came from Kentucky. He came from Columbus, Ohio. Started dating after he got out of college, got married, stayed in Mount Vernon, never left, had three kids, raised all of our kids in Mount Vernon and we're still here. That's the short, very short version. Yeah. No, that's a good short version. And tell us, like, where are your kids now? Like, what are they up to? So we have three. You're taking all the easy ones. <laughs> <laughs> Save the hard ones for you. We have three adult kids. Cody is 24. He's married to Madison. They live in Cincinnati, Ohio. Taylor, our daughter, is 23. She's married to Ryan, and they live in Wheelersburg, Ohio. And then Caleb, our youngest, is 20. And he's a student at Mount Vernon Nazarene University. He's a sophomore education major. So Okay. So the theme tonight then kind of is uh, we're talking to parents who have adult kids, mm -hmm. but you don't have any grandchildren. Yes. Yet. <laughs> we have one on the way, though. One on the way. That's yes. super exciting. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Little baby girl. Aww. So exciting. So that's going to be a whole new mm -hmm. phase. Parenting to grandparenting. We are but. pumped. <laughs> Okay. Well, um, what does, we'll just kind of go through some of these questions for y'all, but we, we wanted to start off with just asking, you know, what does parenting currently look like for you? I know you mentioned the ages of your kids, but, and we'll get into the younger years here mm -hmm. in a little bit, but mm -hmm. how's it kind of look now? Well, for us right now, we've actually are just in the middle of a kind of a chapter change mm -hmm. in parenting where we're 
pretty much empty nesters. I say pretty much because Caleb, our youngest son, attends the university here in town. Um, and he lives on a campus, but he's home some too. So it's kind of that, <laughs> you know, it's time to eat. eat. Yeah, I was going to say he knows where he can get his <laughs> yeah. laundry yes. done. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, but for all intents and purposes at mm-hmm. this point, we're at home in the evenings by ourselves, you know. Um, so this has been a learning phase for us, especially on an emotional level. Um, because it's just, there's, I don't want to say like a loss that we're experiencing in a bad way. Mm -hmm. It's a natural, healthy loss slash transition of not just having the kids all around all the time, which, um, we actually thoroughly enjoy our kids and having them around. Um, You know, so just kind of maneuvering through that Mm -hmm. change and we're in the guts of it. We're, Mm -hmm. we're not, we actually had two kids leave our house or Cody didn't live with us, but he was in town. But between him moving, um, to Cincinnati and Taylor getting married and moving out, it was all the same week or something like that. Yeah. Two kids. I remember that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would just say it's the perfect definition of bittersweet. Like, okay. super sad to see them go. But also, like Troy said, like, it's good stuff. So yeah. the sweet part is that <clears throat> they've made positive decisions and deci- decisions to follow Christ. And so mm-hmm. they're doing what they've been called to do. So what more could a parent ask for? So yeah. it's it's definitely been bittersweet. Yeah. Healthy. It's healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I would I can see that for sure. And you know, Clarissa was talking, she's like, We we need to have like good parents on. I'm like, Well, I don't know how great of parents they were, but their kids turned out great. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that kind of comes like I was talking with our small group at church just um yesterday and we were talking, you know, how do we raise um kids to continue to follow God and to make the right choices. Um, and what came up in our study was just, you know, it's got to be parents that are in pursuit of Christ mm-hmm. and you can't mm-hmm. force, mm-hmm. force your kids to do that. But, um, actually your guys' names came up. Like, I think somebody was like, how in the world did they get three kids who are um, preachers kids? <laughs> mind yeah. You. You know, those I've those heard so about yeah, them. Yeah. Stig- I've heard about them about that. And it's just like, how in the world do they get three kids? to continue to follow Christ and still mm-hmm. be leaders in that world. And mm-hmm. and so, and I said, well, we're actually going to, I'll make sure I ask them what, like, was there anything you guys can remember that you did? Well, I can tell you one thing uh, that's um, huge. Um, the, the kids thoroughly enjoy and love mm-hmm. their church family. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, people like you two have had a direct impact on our kids following Christ and being leaders in the church because they were able to go through their church experience here at New Life and not feeling like they lived in a fishbowl, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you know, of a mm-hmm. parsonage. They did not feel like they were held above other kids with standards and all of that and people like you you two just loved them and had fun with them and enjoyed Mm -hmm. them and and so we're just 
I mean, that's one of the greatest compliments I could give to you guys or give to our church in general is just, I'm just so grateful that our church family helped our kids love God and love the church. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I just think it's so very important, just like you were talking about being in a small group is just journeying through life together with other families that you have that relationship with Christ and with others in common. So not only were Troy and I trying to invest in our kids and speak into our kids' lives, but we had families coming alongside of us that were investing in our kids. Mm -hmm. And um, because there are times that your kids don't necessarily come to you as as their parents, but if they have other adults that haven't been investing in them that you know are Christ followers and they're going to give them good advice, like that's been huge for us, I think, Mm -hmm. through the years. And just presenting opportunities for them to be able to learn a to grow in their faith, whether that's encouraging them to go to youth group or to go to bigger events like, you know, Nazarene Youth Conference mm-hmm. or yeah. go on mission trips or just be very purposeful about putting them in situations where they can make decisions to follow Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been good. huge. Yeah. I mean, we noticed that even now just with, I mean, they're like Jets four and, mm-hmm. and Jace is almost three, but, um, they come home and will tell us things they're already learning just yeah. from, mm-hmm. you know, just on Sundays and that's yeah. not even anything we're doing here, but um, yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> critical, mm-hmm. critical create to create, not to make it sound uninspirational, but critical to create that habit in their lives. Yeah. 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 Something they're used to, which, like, you know, I, I get it. I get it because our kids grew up doing sports and, you know, there's that struggle with sports and church and all this stuff. And uh, we were never really sticklers. Even mm-hmm. me as the pastor, you know, I'm like, I, I get it. We just have a church full of y- young families. And so they're playing travel ball or they're doing this or that. And, you know, I've never really let that get us, not not mess with my head. But what I say to those people would be, but you can still tell if you're really all in and you're leading your kids to the church, even right. when you're missing due to a travel ball weekend or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, do you have them participating in the other stuff when you yeah. are here? And you know, there's just a very real purposefulness about it, but it's, you have to do some juggling. Yeah. You, you can't have both, right? You can have both. And, and your kids know, yeah. they know what's important to you and what's important to your family. Yeah. I mean, our kids, I feel like, knew that church and being involved in youth group, I mean, we didn't, like Troy said, we weren't there, or there were Sundays that I had to miss to take Cody to a tournament or Caleb to a tournament, but it also opened up so many avenues for us to make friends in the community and... Oh, huge, huge reaching, I mean, connecting with Mm -hmm. people who just didn't have church homes and stuff, and we loved it. I mean, it was was awesome. I really miss it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just think back to even when I was a kid, like I did, um, I traveled for volleyball Mm -hmm. and we would have what we called car church. And Mm -hmm. so we, you know, turn on the worship songs and my dad would (laughs) give us a message while he's driving or whatnot. But then we'd have home church, you know, if we got snowed out, we didn't just go back to bed. My parents were like, nope, get up. We're having home church. Yeah. And so it wasn't, it wasn't the church part. It was the, you know, placing God first Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Creating that culture. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I mean by 
there's no doubt and from your example you just gave you know that god was the center of your family your life Mm -hmm. you know yeah so let's do a let's kind of do a flashback Mm -hmm. try and remember back way back when to when your kids were younger like uh, let's just say eight ten mm-hmm. and under mm-hmm. so cody's you know the oldest and mm-hmm. then you know caleb was just a baby and yeah and uh <laughs> and you know what do you remember the most or what stuck out to you the most or maybe some things that you did that you thought were were wins mm-hmm. or some things that you wish you would have done differently or whatever mm-hmm. that's a pretty open-ended yeah so. <laughs> um I think for me, I, well, when I was, what well, I was 30 when Cody, Cody was, was born. born. Mm-hmm. So I was a little bit older, um, which helped me, you know, I, I just, I just feel for, I mean, it's great when people have kids when they're really young and stuff. I mean, obviously that's good and all of that. Um, but sometimes they're trying, they're just trying to keep their head above water, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and they just, it's hard to enjoy the moment where I was a little bit older, a little bit more established. And it made it really easy for me to just enjoy the kids at every age, at every stage, you know, um, which I highly value that, that right. as I look back, I'm like, and I've got home movies to prove it. Mm-hmm. We know, right. uh, <laughs> um, and you can movies. see them on. Um, <laughs> no, but um, just enjoying the moment, even in the midst of the heat of battle and of figuring out life mm-hmm. and marriage and kids and bills and all of that, because it's going to go so fast. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. that saying that days are long and the years are so very short is yeah. so true. Because, mm-hmm. and he, Troy. He he's just an awesome dad, and he, I definitely would say we balance each other out. So, when he talks about being able to enjoy each stage of life, I'm more of the, like, caught up in the moment and more intense. And like, the kids need their bath, and they need to be fed, and we've got to get ready for school, and we've got to pack backpacks, and we've got to do this, and we've got to do that. Troy's oh. like, oh, let's just everybody stay home tomorrow. <laughs> does, you know, does that oh, sound I, familiar, uh, Clarissa? Let's build a fire and watch a movie. Yeah. They don't need a bath. Me? <laughs> because that's exa- that's pretty similar to, to how we are. Yeah. I'm more like, just let's sit down and enjoy. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, but I want to get this done. I want to get this done. I want to like, get this done. I'm things like, don't oh. get packed on their own. Yeah. Right. I think it's more of a, maybe more of a mom thing. You just have yeah. that mental mm-hmm. checklist. Yeah. But I look back and I wish I would have been more like him. Like, mm-hmm. but my personality maybe isn't so much geared that way. I'm just... A very type A, like see it, it needs done, get it done type mm-hmm. person. But now that I'm older and I look back, I'm like, oh, I wish I would have like enjoyed a few more of those moments when my kids were younger. And mm-hmm. I mean, luckily we have all of his home videos where I can go back and enjoy them now. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's always been very good at that. He's just always been the fun parent, you know. And but we've balanced each other out really well. Oh yeah, I mean, you literally do need. Um, both ends of not ends of the spectrum but you need both perspectives of some 
discipline and routine and we you know we got to pack their lunch for school you know yeah. Yeah. uh and then also some of the other side of you know hey let's just kick that to the curb and watch a movie or whatever mm-hmm. so you really do need both which helps balance each other out um you know i think from a challenge perspective in some of those ages for me would have been just almost flying blind when it comes to what's going on in their head legitimately. Mm -hmm. Um, So when they're wrestling, when they were wrestling with something or afraid of something Mm -hmm. or they were truly upset about something, you know, and I'm sitting here and my adult brain going, it's not a big idea. It's not a big deal. It's Mm -hmm, not a big, it's okay. When really probably, you know, I should have taken some of that a little bit more seriously about, you know, what they're going through in that moment. And it could be things as simple as scared to go to school on a day, just feeling anxious about school that day or whatever, you know. Monsters in the closet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had a few of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And and we've talked about this before, but there is such thing as good enough parenting Mm -hmm. where we definitely don't have all the answers and we didn't get it right a lot of the time, but we look back and we're, I mean, our kids knew they were loved and Mm -hmm. that not, and I don't say that just to say you can keep doing what you're doing if you're making mistakes, but it does cover a multitude of mistakes that we make with our kids. Mm -hmm. You know, they knew they were loved and we didn't get it right all the time, but I think we both are okay with apologizing and say, Mm -hmm. saying, you know, mom was wrong. I had Mm -hmm. the wrong attitude. I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? And I've done that many times. (laughs) I've had to do that. (laughs) And the fact, I think some of that good enough parenting, which sounds like it has a negative connotation to Mm -hmm. it, but there is no perfect parenting, you know? Um, But just the fact that they know you're, you're actually trying you're doing the best right. you can, you know, and that helps cover some of that, you know, the mistakes you make or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're all still learning. I mean, at the end of the day, like we're still new to parenting adult kids. And so we, right now we're even in a small group about parenting adult kids. Like oh, you can keep yeah. growing and keep learning. Um, and we've also talked about how we've parented Caleb different than we parented Cody and Taylor because you learn, I mean, you learn from your mistakes, you learn from your experiences and things that I got caught up on with Cody and Taylor. I just kind of let slide with Caleb. I was going <laughs> like, to say not so important. a lot more laughs. <laughs> yes. That's, that's my, one. I think I, I like, I, I kind of appreciate the way that you say that because that's like more, I would like classify that as a fear that I have mm. as far as like with Jones, mm-hmm. because our kids are actually like, pretty much the same age differences as yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your first two, <laughs> a couple months closer. Yeah. yeah. But, um, and so they're pretty much like twins, the older two. And then yeah. we have Joan. So yeah, I worry about that mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So. I don't think there's anything to worry about. No. I mean, it sounds like, you know, you're concerned about consistency. Yeah. Um, but, I, I don't think it's it's probably not as big a deal. I've watched you guys with your boys and your great, yeah. great parents. You're well, doing a great job. It's general. Like, it's the general things. Uh, as long mm-hmm. as, like, your big things, your foundations are mm-hmm. 
the same across the board. Yeah. The plan, like, you know, we're doing a, uh, our, our men's group, we're doing a Tony Evans mm. uh, study right now, and, and he gave a real good metaphor of, like, in the NFL, they have the rule book, and then there's 32 teams that have 32 different playbooks. Right. So yeah. they all have to follow the rules, but the yeah. way they do it is a little different. Yeah, they so, all have different coaches. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. so as long as, you know, we're following and our foundations are the same, how we get there, it's, yeah. it's going to be probably a little more lax with, yeah. the, with the third one for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Well, last week we talked about um, our topic of our podcast was same team. And mm-hmm. Justin and I talked a lot about how we use that phrase with each other mm-hmm. um, when it comes to you know d- what we do with the boys and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought I'd throw this one at you guys. But oh, good. <laughs> just wanted to know, like, is there anything that you did while you know while your kids were growing up, or maybe still do as a couple, like together, that you would say like works on or grows your marriage? to mm. keep that consistent mm-hmm. while you're because i know like right now justin and i like we're definitely in the thick of it and mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of mm-hmm. the the couples that we're around now are in the thick of it yep and i think that that's one of the biggest um things that i hear is like we don't have time to be together mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. i know for us um troy before he started pastoring worked at the university and i was a stay-at-home mom and i had cody and taylor and they're only 10 months and three weeks apart <laughs> so there were days that, as you well know, you're just frazzled. But he always, he always made it a point to get a get me out of the house at least once a week. Uh-huh. And with being in a college town, it was super easy to find a sitter to come stay with the kids for a couple hours. And yeah, that was awesome. Hey, what's <laughs> your name? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll work. No, but he was very purposeful from the very beginning to make sure that we had. And it's not like we went and spent a lot of money. We didn't have it. Um, but we would just go get ice cream or even if we just went and sat in the car out at the lake or something and just spent yeah. a couple hours by ourselves was, and we, we did that throughout. I mean, we took so many date nights mm-hmm. grow as the kids were growing up mm-hmm. and then they started driving and we didn't have to get sitters obviously yeah. anymore, but we <laughs> yeah. still, we still made time for that. We're learning to do that again now that our kids are yeah. out of the house and we're just, you know, Trying yeah. to find our way again, I guess. It's a whole different routine or schedule. Yeah, and it, it, you know, we weren't like textbook where, okay, every Friday night we're. No. Which I like that idea. I think that's a smart idea. That wasn't us, um, but the main thing is we weren't afraid to leave our kids with people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for the sake of our marriage, the health of our marriage. Um, and maybe digressing a little, talking about the same team situation. I think in just about any phase of raising children, at least up to where we're at right now, which is parents of young adult children, um, I think one of the big challenges is feeling like sometimes you're battling against each other on child-rearing issues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So back to... Um, you know, Kristen being the one that knows, Hey, we need to get these things done. And I'm the one on the other side going, Hey, let's just go to a movie or whatever. (laughs) That's a very light example, but where it comes in the real heavy play is like 
discipline kind of stuff mm-hmm. for the children. And it's really easy to become upset with each other, distraught with each other, because one parent thinks the other is not being firm enough, and the other <laughs> one thinks the other parent is being yeah. too loosey-goosey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sound familiar? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think if we fail to mention that a lot of how you were raised plays into oh, how yeah. you discipline your children. Mm-hmm. 100%. I, at least I, I feel like it, oh. it, it's that's played itself out in mm-hmm. our yeah in our family and so just kind of talking through some of that and trying to get on the same page and and what's hard is changing some of you know some things maybe that we needed to change and yeah and what's hard is that's something you can talk about you need to talk about but it's bigger than that because you actually have to kind of really wrap your brain around Oh, I see the significance of why he or she is disciplining or responding that way to the child. Like it doesn't, it's not an overnight thing. Right. You know, as we get older, as we've gotten older, Mm -hmm. you know, I've learned to appreciate more of Krista's, you know, just her, the way she processes those kinds of things and, and vice versa. But it is a real battle in the guts of it when kids are young, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, that's a tough one. That's yeah. a biggie. I feel like maybe as they get older, it's probably, there's probably more like coming together and knowing like mm-hmm. how to discipline versus like when they're younger, it might be a little bit more different. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. well, younger is just, in a sense, it's simpler when they're really young. Yeah. I mean, uh, me and Krista were talking about this today. You know, when they're really young, you're protecting them from themselves. Right. Right. With discipline. Don't and let them guidance. run in the street and get hit by right. a car yeah. type mm. yeah. situations. As they get a little older, there's it's almost this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, it's not as simple as protecting them from themselves. You're protecting them from others and not just others, but ideologies and right. and all the things that the world throws at it that they're now exposed to, and that gets a little more complex. Mm-hmm. Is there is there a moment or like a situation that like you saw that change mm-hmm. from like the little kid mm-hmm. to the teenager or whatever it is that you're mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to change the way that I parent. Or, or have a conversation. Mm-hmm. For me, I remember it vividly with our oldest son, Cody. And I was in our bedroom getting ready, and he was in, like, I was in our bathroom getting ready, and he was in the bedroom with me doing something I don't remember. And we were just talking, and he, he has, when he was younger, he was a mama's boy. Like, he just was always very kind and just very very easy to parent mm-hmm. um and what for whatever reason whatever we were talking about i don't even remember what the conversation was about but he kind of the way he responded to me was completely different than i'd ever heard him respond to me and i just remember thinking what happened to my little boy like oh. what happened and then it was it wasn't long after that troy and i had a conversation and he was like you have to understand that everything he was at that age like 13 14 years old He's at that age where everything in him is 
doing whatever it has to to pull away to be independent and I was still trying to hold on to yeah. what the way he used to be and not that I mean that's the way he was created you know right. that's that's the way God intended for him to be but man it hurts as a mom when your kids start going through that and you know we worked through it Troy was awesome during that time just being able to explain to me kind of what maybe was going on in Cody's mind and and it wasn't abnormal it was normal what he was doing and healthy it was healthy right it was the way it was intended if to be if they don't start pulling away at some point you're <laughs> <laughs> right yeah right and it all it all works out you know what yeah. i mean like they do go through a couple of years and you're just like i'm going to lose my mind and then it all comes back around it starts making sense again and then mm-hmm. they start respecting you and treating you the you know Right. the way they know they're supposed to treat their parents and and not that he was ever a bad kid he never was he was always yeah. just a very easy kid to parent but i just remember very vividly just being like what happened to my little boy yeah and um you know on the other end of it with caleb um you know same thing gets to a certain phase a certain um i don't know if it's so much an age as much as a body chemical thing mm-hmm. where you know, it, it's easy to see that that he, in a healthy way, just started wanting to make more of his own decisions, you know, wasn't 100% reliant on what mom or dad thought about this or that in a good, in a, in a good, healthy way. Yeah. Um, Taylor, um, <laughs> let's see. I'm just laughing. <laughs> you know, because, Taylor, you know well, them all. But. <laughs> yeah, but I that was my next question was, you know, you guys talked about Cody. Then you went straight to Caleb and yeah. you just skipped Taylor. Well, so I was like, is that different parenting a girl? <laughs> you want to start with that? First of all, it's awesome. Okay. They're, they all are awesome. And when Caleb went through what Cody went through, like I was ready. Like it right. didn't. Yeah. It didn't. Not that it didn't phase me. And it still kind of breaks your heart a little bit. You know, just mm-hmm. knowing that they're moving from well, not your baby, that innocent too. age to being more independent, mm-hmm. which is it's all good Taylor um she was so Taylor I love her like she she's literally one of my best friends and Mm -hmm. we're probably very much alike so Mm -hmm. I as she was growing and getting older I I don't know I struggled with trying to direct her and for us to actually see and hear each other's heart through some of it sometimes I think that gets lost when you're you know trying to guide and discipline your kids is I'm doing this because I love you but a lot of times it comes across as I'm trying to tell you what to do and you know and then she's pushing back trying to you know gain her independence and you know I'm old enough to make my own decisions so yeah it it was very normal very you know I, I feel like a lot of mothers and daughters go through that she's very um Taylor's always been very strong-willed um, and it's worked so well in her favor. You yeah. know, I see so many strengths that she has now because of her strong, her strong, mm-hmm. very strong will, mm-hmm. but it caused issues Yeah, as you know, where you're trying to raise someone who has a strong will. You don't want to break their spirit, but yet at the same time, you know, just, and Troy can speak into that too. He, he handled her much better than I did at times. <laughs> Well, and I think there is something to, in a lot of the ways you guys process stuff, you're very similar. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But, you know, with Taylor, it was like at a young age, she could, I mean, she, she could be in world. charge. Yes. I mean, she, I mean, it was just amazing. Um, and poor in Caleb, fact, it took him a while to figure out he didn't have to listen to her. Yeah. But he <laughs> and, did obey her for a while. In fact, I, one of the things I loved to do when, when Taylor was young was Sunday night was our night. We'd go to pick up a few extra groceries from the store for like school lunches or whatever, yeah. you know, right. not a giant shopping spree, but you just ended up having to do it every Sunday night for a little bit. So me and Taylor would go and I mean, she'd be just a little girl mm-hmm. and I literally would just follow and she'd pick out all the stuff. She'd <laughs> get her little self-checkout, she'd... self-checkout, all the stuff. I mean, at a very young age and that was just the way she was and still is and still is mm-hmm. like, yeah, is just, which obviously makes her a strong person a great person a mm-hmm. you know just yeah huh. yeah it's it's just interesting to hear um you know you can have the same parents and the same they can grow up in the same family but they're mm-hmm. also different oh Absolutely. yeah and it's yeah. just important to to really key in on their strengths mm-hmm. because their yeah. strengths can sometimes drive you crazy i know we have yeah. a very strong-willed child already yeah. that yeah. we can point out Oh yeah, Mister so, um, just got potty trained finally. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Jace. So who will be Captain America one day? Yeah, yeah. And uh, his birthday party will. Oh, that's that awesome. Theme, so yep. anyway, well, I think we're about to just uh, wrap this up. Mm-hmm. We just kind of wanted to ask you if you guys have any other, you know, final piece of advice or encouragement that you can mm-hmm. give. Mm-hmm. Lots, of, lots of good stuff already. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you've said. That I know. I'm gonna have to like re-listen it. to this to soak mm-hmm. it all mm-hmm. in. <laughs> but just what would you tell you know, um, couples or young adults or I don't know. I don't know if Justin and I are young. We're not young adults anymore. <laughs> no, we're like, <laughs> to oh, us you we're are. Old. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. Uh, we're, but we're not. Yeah, I would just say to remember, um, just to ha- have fun with your kids, like. Life is mm-hmm. so short. I mean, I think we're mm-hmm. living that right now. And you look back and like our kids definitely remember just the, and it's not even the big fun stuff. It's not like taking them to Disney World or, I mean, they remember those types of things and the vacations, but it's the little fun things like letting them skip a day of school or making um, popcorn strands for the mm-hmm. Christmas tree. Taylor even mentioned that with her dad or the notes that you stick in their lunchbox, you know, Mm -hmm. when they go to school or daycare or wherever it is that they're going. And so just remember to have fun along the way. I know it's not all fun and roses and I know there's difficult times, but try to enjoy each stage as it comes because it does pass so very quickly. Like before you know it, your kids are going to be in school and then they're going to be in college and then they're going to be getting married. And you look back and you're like, Oh, I wish I would have taken more time for fun stuff you know mm-hmm. building mm-hmm. those memories no, i think for me i would definitely agree with everything she just said um because i want to enjoy the car ride home uh, <laughs> no <laughs> um i think one of the things that i would add to that is well and i'm not just saying this because i'm a pastor um but 
you have got to be so incredibly purposeful keeping God the center of your home and your lives. Obviously, that's number one. But uh, an, another thing I would just encourage parents of young kids, older kids, whoever, no kids, whatever, um, you've got to be very purposeful about being connected with a few other Christian folks um, that you can reach out to when you're struggling. Mm, yeah. Whether whether it's marital issues or questions or whether it's child-rearing mm-hmm. battles you're facing or whatever, it is huge to be able to sit around the dinner table or a small group or whatever and hear others talk about going through some of the same struggles or them hearing you talk about it and encouraging each other and, you know, or, or if there's ever a need for professional help or counseling, man, so many people are just so prideful, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever. And I'm like, there is way too much Mm -hmm. at stake to not seek help when you need help, whatever that looks like. Right. Yeah. So that, that'd be a big word of encouragement. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that, especially, you know, the pride thing, it gets in the way of so, so many things, but it's like, you're going to let your pride really like Mm -hmm. overtake your marriage or, or your kids or something like, yeah, really? It's it's worth that much. Really? Right. But people do it every day, every day. And that's part of the number one thing being sold out to God because pride in any kind of sin boils down to selfishness. Right. Well, I don't want to be embarrassed by going to a counselor. I don't want to be embarrassed by talking about this in front of my friends and my life group or whatever. You got to get over that. And being sold out to God helps you get over that because it fights against that pride Mm -hmm. and that selfishness and that like, okay, there's a bigger picture here, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think just to, to kind of follow up with that statement, maybe close us out here. It goes back to, you know, just what I was talking about with my life group yesterday, being in that pursuit of Christ and mm-hmm. your kids being able to see that. Yeah. And so if they're seeing that you're having healthy relationships with others or even working on yourself, I mean, even if they're super young, you mm-hmm. know, they can tell what, if you apologize to them, like mm-hmm. you mentioned oh, Krista, yeah. or, or whatnot, it's not that we have to be perfect parents. Mm-hmm. It's, it's they just need to see us in the pursuit of Christ and yep. learn to love him like we do. Mm-hmm. So for sure. Really like that. Clarissa, let's yeah. just first off, thank you guys. Thank you. For coming and doing this and being a part. This is a new thing for us to try out and you guys were awesome. And I think there's a lot of good stuff here that, that people can unpack and, and listen to and some of it they will probably and hopefully, you know, input into what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um well, I know yeah. I will. Yeah, I mean, I know sure. I've learned a lot tonight. Yeah. And I think that we should just go ahead and crank out uh, quickly wins and losses and so we can uh, wrap this up. Okay. What's... Uh, so wins and losses of the week. Yep, a Justin. loss for you. Man, you put me on the spot. Okay, a loss for me. Okay, what's <laughs> a loss for you? I have lots. <laughs> this ahead. is easy. Uh, I'd say a loss for me this week. Um, I've been trying to be very intentional this week. Um, with like prayer time in the morning and Monday and Tuesday (laughs) it's kind of, it's going to sound silly. It is silly, but I've been going to the gym in the mornings 
And after my workout, <laughs> I've been sitting in the sauna for like 10 or 15 minutes. And the sauna is like oh perfect prayer time. Yeah. It is perfect prayer time. <laughs> and so that's been, yeah. and but Monday and Tuesday, like I look at the way I acted and handled situations and it was much more like the way I would want to handle them. Um, it was much more, you this know. This is your loss? I, I'm getting there. Oh, okay. So okay. Wednesday, all right, I'll just for, fast forward. <laughs> to the loss. Wednesday, Sorry. Wednesday, I did not work out in the morning. I did yeah. not take time for morning prayer or this morning either. And I was much more short-tempered in the morning. Uh, you know, I'd say. I didn't notice. You, you couldn't? <laughs> well, I mean, I was snippy with you. I was on the boys. Mm-hmm. You know, little things that they were doing that I would are frustrating but you know i made it a bigger deal than it probably really was um and so you know i'm not proud of that it's not the person i want to be um but that's who i was this morning and yesterday morning and so i'm going to focus on tomorrow morning and be better Mm. okay so your loss my loss my loss this week so hard for a perfect parent. No, (laughs) I was just, no, I was just thinking, um, honestly, it it deals a lot with what you were speaking of. Just, I felt like, um, there was one day, I don't know if it was Saturday. I think it was Saturday or something, but, um, I felt like in general, we had been doing so well with, uh, just really how we were communicating and whatnot and everything was pretty much going in a positive way as far as even when we have frustrations with the kids and I don't know for for whatever reason on that day it was like one thing after the next and again kind of like what you were just speaking of I just kind of let it get to me and I just wasn't in the best moods and um I remember you saying hey we're not gonna have perfect days all the time um and it kind of made me feel better but no it just got me it got me down and I, I didn't like feeling that way so yeah my win this week. So yesterday we uh, were doing something fun with Jones. We put Jones or Tuesday. This was Tuesday. We were doing something fun with the baby, and we have this little red wagon, <laughs> and we were putting him in this little red wagon, and we were pulling him around upstairs, and it was great. No, was, you. I got a. I got a button in here. You don't understand. Justin tied a belt. I'm talking like a legit belt that goes around his waist, around the handle of the red wagon, and yeah. is pulling him around. Work smarter, not harder. I can't <laughs> bend down that far. <laughs> so, so, so I'm pulling around the belt with the baby, and, well, Jet wanted to pull him. So Jet's pulling him, and he's doing a really good job. And, uh, you know, I decided this is where, like, social media, ugh, so awful. And so I decided, like, oh, I'm going to take a cute video of it. I'm going to send it to Clarissa. I I go to do that. I get ready to send. And all of a sudden, I hear a thud. (laughs) (laughs) And Jet had pulled up the wagon and tipped it back. And Jones hit his head. Mm. And so I was, I mean, I was livid because I knew, like, Jet knew better. Like, I had already told him, like, you have to be careful. You can't lift it. If you lift it, he's going to fall. Yeah. But I could see, like, I could see the terror on his face mm-hmm. of, like, I can't believe I just, he's hurt. He's hurt. And, and he was so apologetic. And, like, and my win was I just, I did not react 
at all to him, like in a negative way. It was like, I, I know you didn't mean to jet, like let him know, like, it's okay. Like, I know you didn't mean to where like my, my in- internally, like I wanted like snatch that boy <laughs> up because he knew better, Yeah, but he, he felt bad. And so that was, that was a win for me. I could have definitely, and probably would have handled that differently maybe uh-huh. even a month ago, mm-hmm. but, but That's I did. So that yeah. was my win. I was proud of you when you told me that. I'm proud um. of myself for that because <laughs> <laughs> I was livid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so mine does my win doesn't actually have to do with the kids, but it does have to do with weather, which we are in the winter time. And um, Sunday, I just I had to stay through the later service um, because I was singing, and a bunch of snow just had fallen throughout that second service. And Justin had texted me, um, "Hey, watch out for the roads." And we live in an area that is so hilly and so curvy. Um, it is definitely a struggle to to get home. So anyways, I'm in the car and there are cars in front of me and I'm telling you they're going they're way too I was going extremely slow and these cars were still way too close to each other. So just that alone kind of freaks you out. And then the roads are just I get out of town and they're just covered. Yeah. And it was awful. And I don't and I'm not that bad of a driver in the snow. I really <laughs> am not. No, I'm I'm pretty good. Trust me, I'm good. Because <laughs> I told Justin when I got home, I didn't make it home safely, but when I got home, I said it was seriously only by the grace of God I made it home. And I say that because I'm driving and I did, like I slept a little bit and I'm just starting to pray. And I was like, yeah, I was praying like I've never, I think I've never prayed before. I mean, I actually was like reciting like Bible verses and scripture, just like, um, and just asking God, like, take over my hands, take over my, my feet, like my foot on the pedal. And mm-hmm. I on I just felt him say, like, I heard him say, like, I am right here with mm-hmm. you. And I'm telling you, like, it was because of of just pouring my heart out and keeping my mind so steadfast on on him and believing yeah. in his power that I made it through that. And I'm, I'm telling you, I, that's the only way I made it through yeah. through that. And it was a powerful experience. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the only way you made it through that either because you're not that good of a driver. <laughs> <laughs> but looking back, honestly, like I'm so grateful mm-hmm. for that experience. It was terrifying um, in the moment, but I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that I can share that experience with others mm-hmm. because, you know, we've been talking. I, I have a Bible study group at school as well as at church. And both of these groups were talking about just abiding in his word. And that just rings so true to me, like scripture that I didn't even realize, like I had, I guess, memorized mm-hmm. or tucked away in my heart, like was just coming, just coming out of my sure. mouth and coming to my head. And so yeah. it's, it's real and it's important. Yeah. God works and moves through that. So that's a good win. Yeah. So wins and losses for the week. That's <laughs> that's pretty much wraps up the podcast for the night. And yeah. you can follow us on, on Insta- Instagram. Instagram is where you follow, right? Facebook's where yeah. you like. Yeah. Right. Get with it, it's all this. It's whatever. <laughs> follow it's, us on uh, Instagram, Snack Time with JNC, and Facebook is Snack Time with Justin and Clarissa. All right, so. everyone, take care. See ya.